Does your space cause you as well as your loved ones stress because of the clutter? Stay tuned for my conversation with the author of Make Space for Happiness. Welcome to God Clutter Get Organized. My name is Janet M. Taylor and I am your host. This podcast is here to empower you to declutter your mind, space, and life. I want to say hello if you're a regular listener and if you are listening for the very first time, I want to welcome you. I hope you are having a great start to this week. And in this episode, we've got some exciting things lined up for you. My guest is a professional organizer. She's an author. She's a great friend, Tracy McCubbin. And we're going to be talking about, you know, how we can create happiness as well as space in our homes when we start you know, combining them as couples and partners. I will also be sharing my favorite product, app, repurpose, as well as my book suggestion. And as I've shared many, many times, 80% of the stuff we keep, we never reference again. So I just wanted to kind of share that with you as um, I share my conversation with Tracy because, you know, we have a lot of stuff. And then when we come together, I'm just going to sigh right there. So my guest, Tracy McCubbin, is a decluttering decluttering expert and the author of Making Space Clutter-Free and her latest book, Make Space for Happiness. Tracy looks at the root of our clutter to find the real cause and ways to get real solutions. As the CEO of Declutterfy, she has helped thousands of clients clear the clutter in their lives to create space for positive life changes. So I want you to sit back and listen to this conversation. You may want to share it with a friend, but my conversation with my fellow friend, Tracy McCubbin. Hello and welcome to Got Clutter, Get Organized, the conversation. I am so excited because I have a fellow professional organizer, an author, but also a dear friend, Tracy McCubbin. And see, you know, I got a book, so I'm always (laughs) excited. And one of these days, I'm going to find out where you are, especially if you're on the East Coast, and I'm just going to have to go and just get them autographed. So just I'm just putting that out there right now. Well, give I you a hug te- first. I know. And I will tell you, Philadelphia is on my vision board. Like I want to get there and partly to see you, you know, to say we talk and we do this. And, you know, we are I was thinking about this the other day because I saw something that you posted and I was like, we're the OGs these days. Well, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? We're well, like yeah. the ones who have been doing it in mm-hmm. person with clients for I got 17 years under my belt. I well, think- see, then that means that you've been doing it like when before the like all the social media. Yeah. You may, now I know I had flyers. I mean, you probably you may have had yeah. So yeah, see, we did the, <laughs> the flyers. So yeah, that's true. That is so. True. I made. Listen to this. I'm so old. I made a sandwich board. Like okay. with the thing, and that when my when I when I not even my team when I was decluttering a garage, I would put a sandwich board that said "Not a garage sale, a decluttering." If you need help, call this number. 
Oh, wow. That was very creative. Yeah, we really did have to get creative, you know, back then. And it was like, you know, you had to pass the flyers out, look for opportunities. You know, now we got social media, but, you know, still that in-person stuff is still good. So, Tracy, before we get started into our conversation, because you are like kicking off February, Valentine's, all those wonderful things. Your journey from becoming a professional organizer, then of course, you're an author, and you still work with clients now. Yeah, I do. You know, I um, I think that's the real work. You know, I think that people, I think social media and the content, and it's a great kickstart. But for me, I still find that people need it in person. You know, they get the ideas, they feel it. Um, I also, you know, and I'm never, I support what everybody does, but I do feel like for me, a lot of the people who are doing this online have never worked with clients. You know, they don't understand. I, I see them sort of saying things and I'm like, well, you haven't really been in a closet. Like, yeah, you know, and and so yeah. for me, I don't think I'll ever get rid of the in-person part of it. I just, yeah. I just don't see it. People, yeah. you know, and especially a big part of my business is senior downsizing. And it's like, they need the help. Like they need the mm-hmm. physical help. So yeah, I'm still out there with clients still. Yeah, and and yeah, and you're right about that because that population, they're different. You know, yes. I have a few senior clients as well, and they said, Janet, you're always so patient with us. I'm like, look, hey, I know you got to we've got to go through this. It's the same thing as when I go through my stuff as well. So I do understand. But yeah, I do like that in person stuff because it's something that, something about that relationship you have with a client. And especially like you, you probably have it over years. It's not just a one thing. It's like sometimes over years. I just we just moved to I mean, this is how long. We had a client who, when his wife passed, we moved him out of the big giant house that they'd lived in for 45 years, moved him into a cute little house. Then five years later, we moved him into a little cute apartment near his, like round the corner from his daughter mm-hmm. and he just mm-hmm. passed and we emptied that apartment. That's, you well, know, and yeah. plus yeah. he passed at 93 in his yeah. bed with his children and grandchildren around him it was his time and I felt so honored to be part of a legacy of a family to be there and to understand and then we got to like take the you know the things that were special to the family and ship them to the grandkids around the country and I just I'm so honored to do this work that people invite me into their homes and make me a part of their family and you know the only ones I don't like doing the only ones I don't like doing is when they get the divorce. I don't like that. Oh, yeah. But sometimes yeah. they need to, you know. Well, yeah, because yeah, they need to. They need to work. Yeah, they need to work through this stuff. But yeah. this month is, and this conversation is about you know couples and loves. So Tracy, of course, last year you got married. And it was and I, I did. Just, you know, beautiful, beautiful. I saw the pictures online. So. In your experience, not only because you just got married, but also as an organizer, what do couples do, I guess, that they shouldn't do when they're coming together, you know, living in the same house, just so they can prevent the clutter? So this is fantastic. And you're going to love this. So uh, I like to say, if you want to make God laugh, tell her your plans, right? (laughs) (laughs) So my husband is lovely. He's really messy. I got, I got messy. He's clean. Our house is spotless, but he's messy. And I have realized a couple things. 
when he has less stuff, he's less messy and he doesn't miss it. So we just stay, help him stay on top of like, he's in a regular, like every two months, he's like, I'm going to go through my t-shirt. Some, you know, he works for ESPN. So he gets swag all the time. I'm like, you're not going to wear it. You're not going to wear it. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. for him having less stuff for him, also teaching the basics. Like the first thing we did when we moved in together, I was like, here's a, here's a bowl by the front door. This is where your wallet and keys go. Easy. No nagging, no bitching, no, you know, this is where the keys go. And he's like, I never have to look for my keys and wallet. And I'm like, exactly. So teaching him the principles. And I think one of the biggest things, and I say this, and I have to walk my walk with this one. It's so easy to fall into nagging, right? It's so easy. And I think the people who are lean towards more organized feel like they're better right? It's my way. And I think you have to realize that nagging's never going to get anybody anywhere. And that it's a conversation about how do we want our home to be as a community? How do we want to live together? What's the things that I can roll back on, right? There's the stuff that I'm like, my kitchen, I need it. I need to know where everything is. I can't moving it around. Your office, I'm never stepping foot in there. I'm just not. He'll like come in and talk to me and I'm like, I'm good. I'll meet you on the couch. (laughs) Right. So understanding, but having those conversations, Brene Brown always says clear is kind, clear is kind. So it's coming into those conversations about my, is that my way? I'm not right. And you're not wrong, but what kind of home do we want to have as a couple and how do we get there? I like that, Tracy, because I remember one time I was out speaking, a woman came to me. She said, Janet, my husband's a slob and, and something's, we've got to fix him. I'm like, wait a minute. <laughs> I'm not getting in the middle of this. But then I asked her, I said, so what does he do? She said, he comes home and he drops stuff right by the front door. I says, well, do you have a system by the front door? And she looked at me and she, I said, well, what? She's like, his keys, his hat. I says, well, you know, a simple solution could be just a hook for the keys and a hook for the hat. And she was like, huh and you're right the nagging it really doesn't work and it just sometimes causes friction and if you can't you can't nag and not have a solution right you can't nag and have uh uh, we're working with this woman and her son her son's in call he's in college but he's going locally and they did a big declutter and it's just they've been doing amazing work and he after kind of the process he said i realized I don't have a place to put my backpack when I come home through the door. Exactly what you said. He said, so I just drop it. And we were like, great. Well, we'll get you a bar that has six hooks and people right by the front door. And if you're going to nag, you have to offer a solution and, and not just don't do that. That's not a solution. It's like, oh, exactly what you said. Like, here's the, here's the system. Can we implement this? Right. And then all of a sudden you're working as a team. And I think the same stuff applies to parents and kids and roommates and, you know, all that stuff. Like we're, what do we want our home to be as a community and how do we get there? And that is so true. That is so true. So true. So do you have any tips or strategies for people who are right now, they're couples partners and they're like, you know what, let's move in together. (laughs) (laughs) They've They've made that decision. So. Are there any things that maybe you did, you know, with your husband before you actually 
were under the same roof. Yeah. So let's go back to clear as kind. So the first thing is, if someone is moving into someone else's space, so let's talk about that scenario, right? He moved into my place. So I had to consciously make room for him. I had to declutter. I had to give him a closet. You cannot, if you're moving into someone else's space, you cannot just expect that they're going to pile on top of them. Because first of all, it's not going to make them feel welcome. It's not going to feel, it's going to feel like it's always your home. So you consciously, I just had, I just had drinks with a girlfriend the other night who's moving into her boyfriend's house. And she's like, there's no room for me. There's no room for me. And she's like, she's a professional food stylist. And she's like, my kitchen stuff is nicer. So I think that if you're moving into someone else's space, that you have to together, you have to make room. And also doubles. That's the easiest place to start. Get rid of the doubles. Someone comes in with, you coming in with two blenders. Who's got the nicer blender, right? All the coffee mugs, you know, that situation. And I think that that applies if you're moving into a new home together, right? Is be logical, not like your stuff's ugly and my stuff's pretty, but what do we have doubles of and what's the nicer stuff and what are we going to use? Right. Yeah. And I like that, Tracy. I like that because I talked to a friend, she was talking about, Oh, I'm excited because I really want to date again. And I'm thinking if he comes over here and picks you up, where is he going to at least sit? Okay, let's start there. And you're right. You have to make room for that person because you don't want them to feel uncomfortable because you want them to feel like that is your home. And I like what you said about the doubles, because when you get to a certain point and a certain age, you have <laughs> stuff, <laughs> you know, and let's not even talk about the whole TV thing, because, <laughs> you know, he may have three and you probably got two and all of those things. So I really like those strategies you said, just like get rid of stuff. And let's go back to talk about your friend who's ready to date. There is something about before that person comes into your life, looking around your house and saying, is there room here for another person? Energetically, spiritually, you know, if I, if I want someone in my life, will they feel like when they come into my home, there's room for me? I, I did a closet with someone and her uh her sorry i'm not sure what that was someone was talking to me um she uh we did her closet and her husband had passed about 5 years ago she was getting ready to date and she we were going through her clothes and the the question i asked her i was like would you wear this in front of a new boyfriend or a potential date and she's like absolutely not and i'm like then we're not keeping it you get a little bit of slump around the house clothes, but I want you to feel beautiful in everything you wear. And that's, that's participating in what you're trying to bring into your own life, right? Mm-hmm. How you show up for yourself is how you're going to show up for somebody else. And you got to make sure that there's room for someone. And you're right about that, Trace. You're right. Because I think as I share with you, the, the guy that I was dating, he passed away. And I finally am like, okay, I'm ready now to date again. But also I realized, wait a minute. Ooh, let me put speech. my thinking cap on. You're a catch. <laughs> let me, let I'm me. like, okay, I've got his picture here. I've got his picture there. And I'm like, okay, I need to, you know, just because I'm putting his pictures away, taking them down doesn't, you know, mean that I just don't still care about him. I still love him and all of that. But I just need to allow 
like you said, yes. allow for some, you know. And I new- have to, I have to imagine, you know, if you got that, like if you, you know, what's that kid, Tyler, the medium or, you know, that mm-hmm. what, like if you got a chance to talk to him and set, he would say, I want you to be happy. That's mm-hmm. what I want. Mm-hmm. And I feel like we owe the people who have passed too soon to live our best life. And he's going to want you to be happy. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have those pictures. You're going to have them in your heart. You're going to have them yeah. on your shoulder. Yeah. But if, if you want to date and somebody comes in and they see all, they're going to be like, mm, yeah. you know. <laughs> That's right. That is so true. That is so true. So, Tracy, as a wife and an organizer, an author, a speaker, you know, a sister, how do you, like, do you have any tips on staying organized, whether it's your time or your space that you would love to share with those watching and listening? So here, less stuff. Always the easiest way to be organized, less stuff. Um, You know, and really understanding, and this has been um, this has been a big light bulb for me. And I, I knew it, but to say it like that, decluttering and organizing are two separate tasks. And sometimes it happens at once. Sometimes you do a big spring clean on your closet, but sometimes you do some decluttering, and then it's a different task. So under and then cleaning's a whole third task. I think people smush it all together and they mm-hmm. get overwhelmed. And also for me, it's understanding that I got to make a date to do it with myself. Oh, my closet's a little bit out of control and it's not making me happy. You know, we, the other day, our garage, I don't know. We just moved some, I was like, what is going, what is happening now? To be fair, I did hire two of the guys who work for me to come in and do my garage. Cause I was like, (laughs) hey, hey, sometimes you got to do that. Yeah, but you know, sometimes that it's, and then also this expectation, and this is, I know you will, you know, decluttering and organizing is an ongoing process. Mm -hmm, You don't do mm -hmm. it once and it's done. It's happening. And if things get a little out of control, then tighten it back up again. That is so true. Oh my goodness. I do that like at the end of the year. Oh, I just kind of, I have to, because you got to get the paperwork, you oh. know, some of the clothes, some of the other stuff. It's like, yeah, and, the and, gifts, and, and, the things that, ugh. oh yeah. Yeah. And it's like, you go through phases. It's like at one point, oh yeah, I want to keep this. But then you look at it. It's like, why, why am I keeping this? So yeah, Tracy. Yeah. Well, you so know. I think that's for people is to understand, you know, it's, I, somebody said it to me the other day. I was like, Oh, my to-do list. Like, when's it ever going to be done? And they're like, when you're dead. Like, you are always going to have a to-do list. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah. right. Okay. (laughs) Yeah, that's true. That's true. And it's just about managing your time and boundaries. Mm -hmm. Tracy, it is always lovely to see you. Always lovely to talk to you. So how can listeners connect with you, hire you, of course, get you know, one of your books. Cause see, I got, I got both of them. I got both of them people. Yeah. See, that's a re- that's a reason for me to hop on that. What is it? The Excella and pop down from next oh, time yeah. I'm in New York to come to Philly yeah. and right, smush you. And I feel like you and I would just like for hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we um, would. Uh, so Instagram's my big space at Tracy underscore McCubbin. And then they can go to my website, Tracy got all the stuff. Um, the first book, Making Space Clutter Free, is coming out in paperback in a couple months. So that's, yes. and that one. And if you have an Audible account, it's free. If you have an Audible account and I narrate wow. it, and it's also in almost every library in the United States. So that if you try not awesome. to buy books, I know we love those that libraries. Is- 
That is awesome. That is awesome. And of course, those watching and listening, you know, I will have all the links so you can connect directly with Tracy in the show page notes. Well, Tracy, thank you so much for taking out time out of your schedule to be here today. Thank you, ma'am. So what was your takeaway from my conversation with Tracy? She gave so many great nuggets in regards, specifically when you are, whether you are moving in their house, they're moving in your house, you're coming together. So again, listen to it again and again. And of course, share it with somebody you know. Well, now it is time to actually move on to Taylor's Tip Time, where I got to give you just some five strategies that can help you live a more simple, organized life. One, and this can help you specifically when you decide, you know what, we're going to be living together, you get married, partnership, get rid of stuff, get rid of stuff that no longer makes you happy, you know, because you got to purge. We're going to have to get rid of stuff. So get rid of stuff that no longer makes you happy. Number two, think about all those books. Because we all, some people still love books. But if you're coming together, they've got their library. you got your library. You know, eliminate some books. And also, when you're going through things, specifically in the closet, get rid of anything that has hold or ripped. And there are places where you can donate those clothes because they repurpose them. You don't necessarily have to throw them in the trash. So look for places. You know, I usually donate my things to H&M, but there might be something local to your community. Eliminate duplicates. You know, you've got three TVs. They've got four TVs. We've got to figure out what the latest model is, where the TVs will be located, and then get rid of the duplicates. And number five. And this is something sometimes that can be a little hard. But it's a process. Get rid of the sentimental stuff you don't use. For example, I had a water bottle from my college. And I kept it and kept it. I never used it. Because it just didn't fulfill my needs. So therefore, I finally was able to donate it. So get rid of the So one. Make sure you get rid of stuff that doesn't make you happy. You know, let's talk about the books. Downsizing. Get rid of anything that's ripped and torn. Get rid of the duplicates. And of course, you know, work your way through the sentimental stuff. Of course, as always, I would love to hear from you, especially if you enjoy listening to this podcast. So please leave a review. And if you are ready to get your life organized virtual sessions are available. Whether it's your paperwork, your schedule, or overall life, I am here to help guide you on your journey to organization. So visit my website at janetmdale.com and schedule a complimentary 15-minute session. And take action now and start making progress today. And of course, I always like to take a moment to say thank you. Thank you for following me on social media and for your likes and your shares. Please continue to follow me on Facebook and Instagram. I'm on TikTok. And on Pinterest, I have a board that's about clutter busters and also simple living. 
And don't forget to check out YouTube channel because that's where you get to see the conversations I have with my wonderful guests. And so make sure you subscribe and click the bell for reminders. And if you are thinking of just getting your entire life organized, don't get overwhelmed because there's no need to. Join my Facebook group, Living Life Totally Organized. It's a community of women supporting each other on their journey to living a life that is totally organized. It's free to join. Each week, we continue conversations started here on the podcast. You know, someone may post an area that they want to get organized, and I come on and give them some strategies on how to get started. And in a group, we're really only just thinking about things we can get organized in 30 days. We're not thinking long range. Let's, you know, do make some impact and, and really motivate and inspire ourselves on the short term. So please feel free to check it out. And do you know what time it is? Do you know? You know, I'm not going to sing. I'm definitely not going to sing. <laughs> but. Have you pushed the coffee table aside? Are you doing a dance by the kitchen uh, table or maybe even by the kitchen sink? Because it is Toss It Tuesday time. And this Toss It Tuesday, sometimes you get to a place where you are ready to really let go of some things. For example, my yearbook, the yearbook from 1978. I was in, you know, we call them junior high. Some of you call them middle schools. I was not, that was not even the year I graduated. I graduated in 79 and went on to high school. So all these years later, I looked at that yearbook and like, why am I holding on to it? Now it had some nice things. People said some really nice things, you know, about me, but it was like, you know what? It is time for me to let it go. So sometimes it's just looking at things over and over again, and then you're finally ready to let it go. Now. Moving on to my weekly app suggestion. And this is Simply Us. Organize life together. And it's simply us. Organize, and it's basically simply us. Organize life together as a calendar, to-do list, photos, messages. It's all in one. So it's called Simply Us. That's my app suggestion. Of course, my product suggestion is storage can be beautiful. So check out my Amazon um, store because, you know, you're bringing things together. You want to store things. You want to make things accessible, but sometimes you want things to look nice. So storage can be beautiful. And sometimes when you're coming together, you can repurpose things like luggage can be storage, dressers. You know, I have a dresser that eventually will become like a nice little side um, bar in my beverage bar in my dining room area you know because I love my teas and you know a lot of friends like coffees and things like that so that's my repurpose suggestion take some furniture and repurpose it into something my book suggestion of course it is make space for happiness you can get it on Amazon and you heard Tracy you can you know paperback of one of her books is coming out audio on audible and another book so check it out So my quote for you this week is, there is nothing more calming than an organized home. Think about that. When you come home and it's like you can almost just see the stress just be released from your body because you can sit where you want to, lay down where you want to, make a meal, see the countertops. Again, there is nothing more calming than an organized home. 
Well, I want to once again thank you for tuning in to this episode of Got Clutter, Get Organized. Please spread the word about the podcast. I thank you because I know you are doing that to your loved ones as well as on your social media followers. Show your support by leaving a review. And also make sure for more information because now I've got different upcoming events which are listed on the show page so check those out as well and of course always visit my website at janetmtaylor.com for more information so until next time i want you to have a clutter-free day but most of all you have an organized week <music>